however you want your day to go, I believe is dependent on how you started. If you started in chaos, if you started in negativity, if you started in worry, um, that's probably how you're gonna feel the rest of your day. But if you start it in positivity, in you know, abundance and gratitude, you're probably gonna see more of that throughout your day. Hey, Goal Achievers, welcome to Elite Achievement, your go-to podcast for service-based business owners who want to achieve their goals and grow their businesses. I'm Kristen Burke, your host and coach, here to help you achieve your goals. Together, let's close the gap between the goals you set and the goals you achieve. Welcome, Jess. Hello. I'm so excited to be here, Kristen. I love talking with you. Jess, I'm energized to connect with you today. And Mm -hmm. something our audience doesn't know is this is actually not the first time you and I have done a podcast recording. (laughs) I don't know if you remember way back in the day. Of course I do. Right. We're going back to like August, 2019. It was before I started my business. We're, we're sitting mm-hmm. outside a, a hotel. Like we were at a, a conference, we're sitting outside and we started chatting. And so it's really, really fun for me to now be the interviewer and you to be the interviewee. So I'm so excited yeah. to connect with you today. Yes, and of course I remember that. I remember like it was yesterday. We were just talking about this, but just how fast time flies and- how much has gone on since that time. So it's really cool to be back here chatting with you again too. Well, I know a lot has changed for you. So tell us what inspired you to start your business? So many things. I mean, honestly, it's been my personal journey that um, that has inspired me to start this, this coaching business that I have today. So Really, my backstory is I was um, in a corporate, you know, with a corporate company in recruiting. I loved my role. Like, I loved everything that I was doing, but I ran myself to the ground, right? And I experienced extreme burnout. I was super overwhelmed. Um, I just constantly felt like I was falling short in so many areas of my life, in business and personally. At the time, I had, um, I have two, two girls now, but my oldest, she was just born, Um, so it was just, I was in this tornado, like just Mm. swirling around and felt like I could not quite get grounded. Um, and so I needed to make a life change to really just kind of get recentered, refocused and, and kind of take care of myself. Um, and that is truly what sparked, you know, this passion to turn around and, and just make sure other women don't get in the same place that I was. And my coaching platform is really built off the premise that success does not come at a cost. I truly believe that we can have big businesses and live a big life, that we don't have to choose between this or that, that we can have this and that. And so that's, that's what I talk a lot about with women. That's what I coach a lot of women on. Um, we talk a lot about winning the day and what winning the day looks like. So at the end of the day, when you lay your head down at night, you knew, you know that you did enough because that's the other thing I think as women that we kind of spiral on is, um, we always feel like we should be doing more. You know, it's like at the end of the day, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. I I need to open up my computer and do this, or let me do this really quick that we're never quite where, where our feet are. So it's about showing up intentionally where you're at, whether that's in business 
or, you know, at home personally, and just truly um, embodying that as women, we can truly have do be at all. Success does not come at a cost. And again, we can live those, those big lives and also have big success at the same time. So it's kind of been like, don't do what I did. <laughs> don't do what I did and burn yourself to the ground. Get totally burnt out. Like there is a way that we can make this all work. And so that's what I strategize a lot with women on. Um, and it's been an incredible journey and such a gift to be able to turn around and pour into very successful women in this way um, and help them, you know, again, have a big life, but also achieve big success. I'm sure there are several women listening right now that are saying, whoa, this is a mindset shift. I thought mm -hmm. in order to be super successful, I wouldn't be able to be, if, in order to be super successful professionally, I wouldn't be able to be successful at home or it's going to require a lot of hustle. I think we're, we're taught, you know, you got to work hard, work hard. Mm -hmm. So if you could offer one or two tips for people who are feeling like they are at this point. What should they do to get out of, as you described it, that tornado? Yeah. Well, one thing just, you know, concept wise, and I shared this on a mastermind call with a group of women, um, actually right before this. And it's, if you're hustling, it hustle is okay. Right. I am, I am a hustle gal, true and true. Right. Like Kristen, I know you are too. We're building businesses there is going to take moments where you have to hustle, right? Like we got to get out there. Everything is not meant to, you know, you have to make things happen. Sure. Things can flow to you, but you are the catalyst to spark that. So I, I love a good hustle, but what I realized is that if the hustle is your constant state, you're, that's, that's not good, right? That's not good. If you're never unplugged, you're never fully plugged in. So if you feel like, you are kind of swirling around and can't can't get a handle on things, you know, close to burnout, or you're just in this constant state of hustle. Um, what I would encourage you to do is really sit back and think about what, like, kind of what I mentioned, what winning the day looks like for you on both ends of the spectrum. For you personally, what does winning look like? Does that look like moving your body? you know, expressing gratitude, having a morning routine, which I know we're going to talk about. Um, you know, so what do you need personally for yourself, but then also professionally, what does winning look like going into your day and asking yourself, what's the three most important things that I need to accomplish today? And then just focusing on doing those things. And then after those things are done, sure, you might have time for other stuff, but you know, you dominated that day. You did exactly mm -hmm. what it is that you needed to do. And again, at the end of the day, when you lay your head down at night, because you won your day, you, you, you know that you're enough. I think the burnout and the overwhelm comes from a place, at least it did for me, where I constantly felt like I wasn't enough. I wasn't enough in business. I wasn't showing up as the leader that I needed to be. I wasn't enough there. Then I wasn't enough at home. And so if I would have just really honed in on what winning looks like, what's the important things that I need to accomplish and work today, and what does winning look like for me personally, and just really focus on executing that type of day, I think I would have been in a lot better place. Um, and that's, again, what I help a lot of women figure out. And when they do figure that out and they're executing on what that win is, they do feel so much better. 
um, about their day. And again, they know they are enough and they're showing up well. Um, and that's just really powerful. That's such a simple yet effective takeaway for our listeners is to ask yourself, what are the three most important things I need to accomplish today? And I love Jess, how you point out that burnout and overwhelm comes from feeling like you're not enough. And so it's, it's really reshaping your mindset around what is enough and also being okay with things not getting done. I mean, let's face it as, as business owners, (laughs) there's always a list of things we can do. We can do more. We can do more. We can do more. I know when I work with a lot of women, they'll share with me, I'm going on vacation, but don't worry, I'm bringing my laptop. I'm like, well, wait, wait, we got to talk about this. Like, how do you actually want to feel when you get back from your vacation? And you know what they tell me? They never say like, oh, I want to feel super caught up in business. They always say, I want to feel connected to my family. I want to feel relaxed. I want to feel peaceful, calm. It's like, well, Is bringing your laptop and doing all that work going to lead you to that outcome? No, but I think we're just so hardwired to have to be always connected and to feel like we always have to get everything done. Yes, 100%. And I'm a believer in 80-20 rule. I live my life by that. I live that life in terms of like how I eat and, um, you know, and work and how I'm even showing up as a mom. Like, you know, again, I'm a mom of two young girls. I know you're a mom too, Kristen, and Mm -hmm. we're not always perfect, right? And so the 80-20 rule allows me to give myself grace, where as long as I'm winning majority of the time, as long as I'm doing the things that I know I need to do, like when I ask myself, what are those three most important things to get done today? As long as each day I'm doing that most often, majority of the time, I'm good. As long as I'm fueling my body well, most of the time, I'm good. As long as, you know, I'm kind of that patient mom that I want to be, most of the time, I'd say that that's a win. So we do, we have to give ourselves grace with this as well. Don't beat yourself up. If at the end of the day, you're like, oh man, I didn't do the things that I said I would do. That's okay. Wake up Mm -hmm. tomorrow and reset. Um, just don't let one bad day turn into a bad week, a bad month, a bad quarter. That's where we just have to check ourselves and say, we can start again. 80-20 rule. Like as long as I'm doing this majority of the time, I'm solid. I'm winning. Now, do you apply the 80-20 rule to your morning routine? Yeah, girl, of course. (laughs) Of course. I mean, that... Because there, I I say that so enthusiastically because I literally had to tell myself this this week. Um, my youngest woke up earlier than what I would have liked, and um, and so I laid in bed with her. And I know maybe that's not like the best thing to do, but I fell back asleep. And so by the time I woke back up, it was about the time that they would be waking up, and we need to get into the rush of school and breakfast and lunch is made and all that stuff. And for a moment I was beating myself up like, oh, why did you fall back asleep? Like, you know, you missed out on your morning routine. Now I'm going into the day rushed and I had to check myself and be like, you know what? Maybe I needed that extra sleep. And in fact, I actually did because I was feeling super tired when she woke up she woke up at five. And normally that's when I would start my morning routine. Um, So anyway, I just had to check myself and be like, you know what? 80-20 rule. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Like you've already done it two other times this week. You're going to do it tomorrow. I can do it for five minutes before I jump into my workday. We can make this work. So you definitely have to have that mentality um, 
with a morning routine, especially I think when you're first getting started too, and you're trying to establish it as a routine, it's not going to be perfect. You're going to snooze the alarm. You're not going to want to wake up. And again, just level set and be like, okay, let's just start again tomorrow. Um, it's going to, it's going to be okay. That's where I think people get hung up is I, I feel like they believe if they miss it once, they failed mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. over. And if we can all learn to level set more often, we'll be far more consistent with our routines and our businesses, mm-hmm. with our workouts, whatever it is you're striving to do. So I think this 80-20 rule is such a powerful rule and a reminder for us. It doesn't have to be perfect. And it's called life. It's not going to be perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Life is going to get in your way. I mean, again, kids are going to get sick. You're going to get sick. Your body needs more rest. You might just not be feeling it. Like there's just so many different things that come up. And I think that's where I kind of changed it from routine to rhythm. Like I call it rhythm now versus routine. Um, Because I think that the thinking about it as a morning rhythm is something that, you know, one morning it could look really robust. Another morning it could be really short and sweet because you're short on time, but it's just some sort of rhythm that you can do that gets you ready for the day. Um, and it's meant to be a rhythm with your life, not against your life. Like this is not meant to compete. This is not meant to be something else that you stress about or beat yourself up on because again, like we do enough of that already, unfortunately. So um, this is really meant to serve you. And so if you're thinking about it in a way of like, how how can I serve myself this morning? What sort of rhythm can I do to get my day started? Um, it's kind of, I don't know, it has softer edges, you know, so to speak, than like a rigid routine or ritual, you know, something that you have to execute perfectly every single day. I appreciate that reframe because Jess, I have had an on again, off again, on again relationship with morning routine. (laughs) And my morning routine was so instrumental in supporting me as I thought about leaving my corporate career and starting my business. And I was Mm. on it at that time. And it was very uh, precise and I was doing it on a regular basis. But there became a point and maybe it was last year or sometime the year before where my morning routine started to feel like a chore. And it felt like, one more thing I had to do versus something I got to do. Mm-hmm. And it felt like I was just going through the motions to check a box. So I, I quite frankly, I ditched it. And last year, I didn't really have a morning routine at all. And as you're talking about a rhythm, I'm thinking, oh, wait a minute, maybe I did have more of a morning rhythm because even though I got rid of gratitude and reading, I was still working out on a regular basis. So I think that's kind of the yeah. core or the foundation of my personal morning rhythm. And then I can add on those other practices as, as I see fit. But I'm, I'm curious for our listeners that are, are listening, how would you overall describe a morning rhythm? In other words, what is it? Yeah. Well, I think you hit it, you know, head on where you're, you caught yourself and you're like, wait a minute, I am doing a morning rhythm. Like I'm moving my body. A morning rhythm or a morning routine, whatever you want to call it, it is just something that you are doing that serves yourself before you go out and serve other people. Mm-hmm. I again, it, it, this I'm sure many of your a lot of your listeners, um, you know, they're probably in roles 
where we're just like, we're serving people. We're just like doing things a lot of times for other people, serving, 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 serving. Um, or again, when you're running businesses, you're serving a whole lot of people, you're serving your clients, you're serving, you know, that if you're a mom, I mean, goodness, all the things that you have to do for your family. Um, and I remember before I established, so I started my morning routine in 2017 is when, um, I started it. And before that, I remember thinking and even saying out loud, like, why does everyone need something from me? What about me? Like, what if I need something? Why does everybody need something from me? It's like this question that I kept kind of repeating over and over again. And finally, I was like, well, of course they need things from you, right? Like you're a leader, you're a mom, like all of these things are going on. And, um, if you want to focus on you, like you have to fill the time. Otherwise, other people are just going to keep filling it for you. So you have to make the time for yourself. And at the end of the day, that's really what a morning rhythm is, is just time for you to get centered, to do, you know, a couple things or one thing that gives you energy. Like for you, it was working out in that season, right? Like that got your body in motion, that got you ready for your day. That whether you knew it or not, you were probably kind of preparing mentally and just, you know, we know movement it helps like dictate how the rest of the day is going to go. Um, so it's just something that you can do to kind of get yourself prepared and something that's self-serving because again, we do need to make space for ourselves um, as women, as leaders you know, as moms, as friends, as wives, like whatever role you play, we need to make space for ourselves. So then we have the space, you know, for other people, um, as well. And so there's no like checklist, you know, that you have to follow that says this is a morning routine and it can, I love the example that you gave, um, again, because it can flow with different seasons of life. Like Sometimes mine is more robust. Other times, honestly, it's kind of short and sweet. Um, other times you might be feeling movement in the morning. You know, another season, you may not be wanting to do movement in the morning. And so it can flow with your season. Mm. It can flow with the day. Um, again, 80-20 rule. It does not have to be like the hoorah that people think about. 5 a.m. club, intense cardio, cold showers, like meditate for an hour. Let me jerk. Like it doesn't have to be any of that. It can be you just tapping into what's going to serve me. What gives me energy and how can I start my day doing these things so that the rest of my day moves more in my favor, um, is really what it comes down to. I'm so glad you brought that up because when I first learned about morning routine, it truly was 5 a.m. club and you have this intense yeah. workout and the longer you work out, the better. And then you have to do all these other activities. You know, you journal yeah. and you read for an hour and you meditate and you're like, oh my gosh, how am I going to cram this yeah. all in? And uh, I think I we all need that reminder that some days it can be robust. And some days it can be short and sweet. And just one of the things I am testing this year. So I said, I'm back on again with my morning routine. And so ideally what I love to do is some sort of movement workout, then meditate, write in my gratitude journal and read a page of my daily reader. And when I do those activities, it keeps my mindset 
strong. I'm focused on gratitude and serving others and what I appreciate, right? I'm more forward thinking. I feel like I'm much more creative. I'm in this great flow in my life and my business. Mm -hmm. Now, what I'm testing this year is I'm testing it being okay if I do those things later in the day. So some days, like mm -hmm. yesterday, I did not do all those activities in the morning because it was my birthday and I went to Starbucks and I got my free Starbucks birthday drink and I yeah. did my gratitude and meditation and reading at the end of my workday. So I mm -hmm. am testing it being less about the time of the day and less about the sequence of order for me this year. What are your thoughts on that? I love it. I honestly think you have to do at the end of the day, this goes with anything. You have to do what feels good to you because if it doesn't feel good to you, you're not going to stick with it. And mm -hmm. if it's something that you're not going to stick with, it's not going to bring you the benefit that it is that you're, you know, you're looking for. And so if that is something that works for you, that you do it in the afternoon or mid morning or around lunch, like Honestly, I don't really think that it matters so much the time of the day. Um, I love morning because I love coffee and I love waking up when the house is quiet yeah. and making my coffee. And I have like a chair that I sit in every morning. So I love the whole vibe of the morning time. And so I think that that's why like I'm very drawn to just like waking up earlier and kind of having that quiet time. But again, that's not that's not how everyone flows and that's not everybody's, you know, thing, or maybe you do like to wake up earlier, but you just want to sit and quiet or go get your Starbucks. Like mm -hmm. you, you know, and just kind of have that moment. So I really think you just have to ask yourself, how am I, how can I, um, what, what sort of things can I do within my rhythm that will actually be something that I'll stick with, you know? Cause again, it's all about, what is it that you're going to turn into a habit? Because it's not about what we do one time. It's what we do majority of the time. And so if, again, if that's in the afternoon or you only do a couple things in your morning, that works. Like that's, I think that that's perfect. Great. So I'm hearing you say we all have permission to stop looking what at what other people are doing and what the books have yeah. told us to do and to truly tap into what's going to serve us well, what's going to benefit mm -hmm. us and what we want to get out of this morning rhythm or afternoon rhythm and then build the habits to stick with it. So I love that. That feels so freeing. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I will say if you are someone that likes a framework, right? Because I'm someone, okay, in a morning routine, I get it. I should be doing what I, you know, want to do or desire to do. But if, if there's any listeners that are just like, okay, but just give me a little bit of a framework of what I could be doing. Um, some, what I do tell people is I like things to fit into kind of three categories, mind, body, soul. Um, I'm very big on when those three things are in harmony and when you're fueling those things well, you're fueling your mind well, you're fueling your body well and your soul well, like watch out, you know, that's when you're like leveling up to these next levels. Um, and so that can look like in terms of mind, right? That could look like reading a book or reading, um, you know, your vision statement, body, that could be you know, movement, or if you don't want to do crazy workouts in the morning, you could just do five minutes of stretching. Um, you know, soul could be 
praying or reading a daily devotional or writing three things that you're grateful for. So if you kind of just think in those three categories, that could help you figure out whether it's a five minute routine, a a 20 minute routine, an hour routine, whatever you want to do. But then you could hit on each of those things. Because again, I think when all of that is, you know, being fueled and working in harmony, you're in you're in a really well-rounded place. Great framework, mind, body, soul. You mentioned you have had a morning routine since 2017. So very consistent with this practice. What is the significance of a morning routine? So in other words, why have you been doing this for so many years? Like, what are you getting out of it? Mm-hmm. Well, again, I just, I feel so much more centered um, going into my day when I do one versus when I don't. And I, I just love that feeling. I love the feeling of, you know, just excitement starting my day. I think that's the other thing that the morning routine does for me is it helps me build excitement about the opportunities, you know, that I have um, within my day. Something that I write in my journal every day is um, thank you, God, for another day. I'm grateful for this day and all of these opportunities that lie before me. And it gets me into this like mindset of every day is such a gift. Every day is full of opportunities. And this is great. This is wonderful. Like I, you know, we get another day to make this impact and do these things, whether it's like a super simple day or a jam-packed, you know, day. So I think it helps with that. And I think, um, you know, too, for me, it's, it just, it's the ripple effect of, you know, it dictates how the rest of my day will go. If I, even if I wake up grumpy, right, because we all have those mornings where we just kind of wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Um, if I, I do my morning routine, it again, it helps me level set. I think about the things that I'm grateful for. Um, you know, even when I'm not feeling so good about stuff, right. There's always things that we can find to be grateful for. You know, I move my body some mornings and that feels good. I, you know, I journal, I pray. And so like, then I did all of these things that are very positive, that are very good. And so it helps me then lead into the day with that positive mindset. And I think that I, I live my life now more positive because of this habit that I've established in the morning. So again, it just, it really is, it's the ripple effect. It's the domino effect. However you want your day to go, I believe is dependent on how you started. If you started in chaos, if you started in negativity, if you started in worry, um, that's probably how you're going to feel the rest of your day. But if you start it in positivity and, you know, abundance and gratitude, you're probably going to see more of that throughout your day. I'm curious because I know a lot of our listeners are business owners and we face rejection, adversity. You know, you hear no, you think a client's going to say yes and they say no, and you think this great thing's going to come about and it doesn't. Has having this morning routine helped you navigate some of those disappointments and adversity that naturally comes with being a business owner? 100%, 100%. Something that I started doing um, in my journal is every morning I say, I ask for a yes in my world. Mm -hmm. And I just write, you know, what would make today great? And usually I'll write down like three things. Like this morning, I wrote, 
a great podcast interview with Kristen, right? Um, yes, yes. And I had a mastermind call before this. So a great call with my, my gals in the mastermind. And the third thing is always a yes in my world. And that can be a big yes, a client coming on, you know, that you were anticipating or not even uh, expecting, or it can be a small yes. It can be, um, you know, I don't, I'm really big on social media on Instagram. So it could be someone just out of the blue, sending me a message being like, Hey, I really liked your message yesterday. Or I really, or, you know, I have a free guide around morning routine, which I'll talk about, um, in a little bit or someone signing up for that. So it can be the smallest things to the biggest things, but every single day I'm looking for a yes. And then the next morning, before I write that down, a yes in my world today, I think about what was my yes yesterday. And I'll even kind of write that on the side, on the margin. And it helps me because there are so many things that can go wrong, right? There's so many things that we don't have control over, right? We can't control if a client is going to say yes to us. We can't control, you know, so many things. And that just helps me, you know, it's okay to like be bummed about that. But we need to shift our focus more on what's going well, Mm -hmm. because if we just continuously spend our time thinking about what's going wrong, again, what you focus on expands. And so then you're going to continuously see all of that. But if you can find a yes every single day and, uh, you know, to be honest, a lot of times it's it's more than one. I guarantee if you got intentional around this habit, too, you would probably be able to list multiple yeses. so if you take some time thinking about that and asking for it, you'll start to see, yeah, maybe not everything went my way yesterday, but hey, there was a lot of things that went really well. There was a lot of really good things, whether small things, personal things, professional things, big milestones, like there's a lot of things going right. So yeah, that's a bummer, but I'm going to keep moving forward because all of these yeses are evidence that this is working, that I'm on the right track and that this is going really well. Love that. That is such a simple yet impactful takeaway for our listeners to ask for a yes in the world. And I love that Mm -hmm. question. What would make today great? It just takes a moment to think through and then you start stacking all of those reminders that it is working because it's so easy to over-focus on the negative and over-focus on what did not go right. So that's a great, brilliant Mm -hmm. mindset shift. Now, what happens if we fall out of our morning routine, our morning rhythm? So if we're we're doing well, it's going, (laughs) and then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden we stop doing it for whatever reason. How do we get back into our morning rhythm without judgment? Yeah. I mean, we just decide to start tomorrow. I mean, it sounds so simple, but we don't need to go through the whole like, oh God, why did I quit? Why did I do this? I was in such a good routine. You know, I'm, you know, whatever we say about ourselves or make that mean, like we just decide we don't need to do that. Like all we need to do is say, you know what? I'm feeling ready to get back into my morning routine again. I'm going to start tomorrow. Or pick a date. I'm going to start, even if it's Monday, I'm going to start Monday. Um, so I think the first thing is just decide, ready. If you're, if you're starting to feel the, the feelings that you're ready to get back into one again, just decide and make it simple. Just say, I'm going to start tomorrow. Um, the one thing, this is like, because I've had many people say, well, I'm not a morning person or 
I was doing it and then I fell off. And so now it's going to be really hard to get back up again and all those things. So the other suggestion I have is you can start slow too. Mm -hmm. So this could be for listeners that are just getting started with a morning routine, or again, for those that have fallen off and trying to get back in. Um, I always call it like the slow protocol. So like your first week, just wake up 15 minutes earlier, make your coffee, write down three things that you're grateful for. You're done 15 minutes, right? Week two, wake up another 15 minutes earlier. So then you're 30 minutes earlier, you know, then you can maybe fit in some stretching or some yoga, do your gratitude, make your coffee. And then if you're feeling, you know, good about going beyond 30 minutes, you know, some say, you know, some say, I say that in quotes, that a morning routine is an hour. It doesn't have to be. But if you like that idea, then you can just slowly work your way up to having an hour of space in in your day in the morning to start your day. By one, you know, by a month, you would be, you know, within that hour time frame. So it's okay to also ease back into this too. Um, you don't have to rip the band-aid and be like, okay, tomorrow morning I have to wake up at 6 a.m., 5 a.m. or whatever. You can just wake up 15 minutes earlier and just gradually work your way up. Yeah, big thing I'm taking away from our conversation today is that it's really less about following rules. It's less about being super rigid and it's more about giving yourself grace and honoring where you're at in your journey and then tapping into what it is that you truly need to be successful and to set your day up from a positive mindset. Yes, 100%. Like everyone, I'm sh- again, all your listeners are high achievers. Mm-hmm. They they are, you know, people, women that they are going after stuff. Trust yourself that you are capable of, you know, dictating how this goes. And you don't have to listen to what, again, quotes they say or what you see other people doing or what you read um, you can, you, you, you know, you have the power to, to do this, how it is that you want to do it and, and take advantage of that power and trust yourself. Um, and it's, I promise it'll change your life. Like it's changed mine. Well, I'm curious as we wrap up, what is a business goal you are excited to achieve this year? Oh gosh. Okay. So a business goal for me, I, I'm really excited because I, if you can't tell, I am a routines person. I am a process person. I am all about, you know, rhythms and having, you know, daily routines and weekly routines and monthly routines. And I know you are too, Kristen, you Mm -hmm. have your weekly ritual that you do on Friday afternoon. And I love that. And I do something you know, similar for myself too. And so something that I'm really tapping into is, and coaching around, um, is, is really creating profitable routines. Um, Mm -hmm. and profitable is in business, right? It might bring you having routines that bring you more profits, more results, but also routines that bring you more profits in life and profits can be you know, more happiness, more fulfillment, more contentment, more satisfaction, um, more confidence, right? That's all profits as well. And I think sometimes, again, people get caught up in routines as feeling like very rigid Mm -hmm. and structured. 
But I do believe that routines truly do give you freedom and just this sense of peace as you move through your days and your weeks. And again, going back to that very first point, uh, you know, they also help you understand and know that you've done enough and that you are enough at the same time. Um, so that is something, you know, that like, here's a very specific goal, but that is something that I'm starting to put out into my community. Um, I'm going to be creating a profitable routines playbook that people can tap into. And it's just, it's all about routines and structure and creating your own routines to bring you more profits. And honestly, I feel like I'm very excited about that. Um, because, you know, for the lack of a better words, that's my jam. That's what, (laughs) that's what I'm about. And so it just feels really good to kind of have, you know, the things that has really served me in life and to be able to turn around and, um, have something very tangible to, to give others. So that's, that's a professional goal that I'm working on delivering and putting out into, into the world this year. If our listeners want to get their hands on that profitable guide that you're creating, and Jess, you also yeah. mentioned a guide to creating a morning rhythm. Where can our listeners go to learn more about you and to take advantage of these resources? Absolutely. Well, so I'm very active on Instagram. I kind of treat that like my blog. <laughs> like that's where, you know, I give all the tips and tricks and Um, you know, and just, and just really try to just connect with, I kind of treat that as like a community connect with my audience there. So that's a great place to find me and follow me. And of course I'll be sharing, you know, what's coming out, um, and all of that good stuff. So it's at Jess.Stenzel and I'm sure you guys will link that in the show notes. So Instagram is a place, um, we'll also have a link for the free guide. Um, and then that free guide, then you can download it. It's five steps to cultivate your own morning rhythm, one that works with your life. So this is for anyone that wants to, you know, is just getting started developing a morning rhythm, or let's say you've been doing a morning rhythm for a while and it's kind of gotten stale and you need to like, you know, spice it up a little bit. Um, this guide will serve you as well. Um, so we'll link that. And then I'll also link the playbook. The playbook isn't live yet, but it does go live February 9th. So if you do want to get your hands on that profitable routines playbook, um, go ahead. You can follow the link, you know, grab it, and then it'll be an instant download to you once it goes live. So yeah, that's all the resources right now, but Instagram, that's my place. You'll catch all my updates there. Um, but get your hands. If you love this conversation, get your hands on that free guide. I promise it will serve you. Um, and it'll help you, um, stay super successful with that morning rhythm. Jess, thank you so much for sharing your energy, your ideas, your insights around morning rhythm. This episode is not only full of inspiration to start a morning rhythm, but it is full of so many mindset shifts that are going to help our listeners achieve their goals this year and build really big businesses. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you. This was so much fun. With that goal achievers, keep celebrating your weekly wins, noting your lessons learned and identify your priorities for next week so you can consistently pursue progress in the direction of your goals. Hey, Goal Achiever, congrats on investing time in your growth and finishing another episode. 
If you are left craving more goal-achieving and business-growing wisdom, visit my website, kristenburke.com, and check out the resources page. Here, you will find my popular breakout plan, which has helped hundreds plan, prioritize, and progress towards their goals. Vision prompts to help you draft your vision and a mid-year goal check-in to help you reconnect and reignite your passion for your goals. Together, let's close the gap between the goals you set and the goals you achieve.